There yet, in exploration and education in anime, I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I am an anime expert, D. Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime Sauron. But we're on a date? Ooh, <gasps> Ooh Sauron, Ooh. I can't believe you made it. Oh, thanks your for having me. eyes look beautiful tonight. <laughs> Thank you. I've been staring at the sun for the plast. Mm, eon, I think. Ooh, it's I don't, working for you. I don't know Lord <laughs> of the Rings that well. I got <laughs> no, nothing. You got it. That that was perfect. Okay, yeah. I got a mouth, but it's not part of this body. It's down in the gates of Mordor, right? That was. I think that was a deleted scene. No, yeah. The volcano is his mouth, so they, <gasps> they have to feed it to him. No, no, no. There was like a mouth of Sauron. It was like a different guy, but they cut it. No, anyway, it's not. I anime. remember that. I remember that. <laughs> I have okay. not seen all of the. I've seen like half of the first Lord of the Rings movie, but I remember that. Yeah, it was like a deleted scene, but it was still like. A fully done scene. I don't know why they cut it. There was a mouth. <laughs> there was a mouth. It was like a different dude. Anyway, and none of us are here for Lord of the Rings. Not one, Not <laughs> well, a single person. <laughs> uh, I most of the times would rather be watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> what are we watching this week? This week, we're watching My Next Life as a Villainess, which is an isekai, but it's not one of those gross isekais where a boy goes into a fighting game. <gasps> this one's for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Dating sim, baby. <laughs> woo, woo. Here we go. Yes. Because there just wasn't enough overt dating in anime before this. No. We need it, we need it explicit. Yeah, they they toe the line too much. There's too much will they, won't they. In this one, it's like, well, it's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, who will? Because you have plenty of options. Yeah. Have either of you heard of this one? Not at all. Surprisingly, no. <laughs> cool. Can we talk about dating sims instead? <laughs> I was. Yeah. I. When you told me the title, I was like, "Cool, East Guy from the villain's point of view." I think there's another show like that, some villain. So I don't know. I already forgot. Um, but when he said it was a dating sim, I was like, "Oh, I forgot dating sims could have like." I guess conflicts or like stories because I'm so used to the weird dating sims at this point mm. like the pigeon dating game <laughs> hot, uh, hot to boyfriend or the dating sim where you're dating refrigerators <gasps> and stuff so like I forgot there's normal dating sims I'm too far down the rabbit hole mm. I don't think I've ever played a normal dating sim actually because <laughs> I've played yeah. dream daddy which is right. you know normal enough I've played uh, Doki Doki Literature Club, which is not normal. Normal. (laughs) No, no, no. uh, It's totally normal. Go ahead, play it, listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Wink. But also be very careful. There is a warning on it. Anyway. And uh, Honey Pop, which is... Well... (laughs) Just horny. And also, uh, it's it's my problematic fave. It's evolved in a way that went downhill. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Unfortunately. We we both talked about where we genuinely enjoyed Honey Pop. Like, it's a solid game. We don't talk about the second one. No, the sequel came out and I said, well, you really donked up on this one, Honey Dev. 
boy howdy, this got racist fast. Anyway. Hey. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, yeah, dating yeah I've, I've only played, played Dream Daddy, and uh, yeah, that's, that's a fun one. Yeah, that's a good one. Lots of there's, good hot dads. A dating sim where I think you date a girl and she slowly turns into a llama? That's <gasps> one. There's a horse one. We don't. No, we don't even talk about that one. You know the horse one? No, it's fine. Yeah, my I horse know you prince, love horses. Of course, I, yeah. I love it. It's my favorite. <laughs> Sorry, I played two dating sims. Ah, of course. <laughs> yeah, so I'm curious to see what this dating sim will be because the internet's ruined me and my perspective of what dating sims are now. <laughs> Hooray! Uh, actual recommendation: Hot of a boyfriend. It's funny because they're pigeons. If you finish all of the routes, there's a buck wild ass story there and it's great mm. like it's more than just a goof cuckoo that's a my pigeon noise <laughs> anyway well anyway it's seen that's all we got so we're we're gonna go watch this show yeah first three episodes Woo! I feel like I just had a tea party with a a five-year-old who is telling me about their last tea party. (laughs) I love it. The gossip. The tea. (laughs) Ah. Wait, I get it now. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense now in hindsight. Tea has been been spilt. Uh, Yeah. I'm, Mm -hmm. how you say, dumb. (laughs) I thought you were going to say old. (laughs) It could be both. (laughs) Either way. Either way. Yes, lots of tea parties going on in this show. Mm-hmm. So, in episode one, we open on, like, a fantasy-looking town, and there's a carriage driving through with a girl in it, and she's on her way to the Magic Academy. Her name is Katarina Clays. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> Immaculate. Um, first and same, last initial. Yeah. Um, I spelled her name wrong in my notes the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled it with a K. <laughs> um, so she arrives at the school. She's like, I'm here to meet my doom, but I'm going to make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, and then we see her as a child and she's uh, yelling at her maids like a little brat. And she's like, you're all fired. And you're like, OK, so I hate her. I'm supposed to hate her. Is that the, <laughs> the getting? main character? Check. <laughs> yeah. Check. For now. For me, anyway. Um. And then her dad walks in the room with a small prince named Giordo. His father owns DiGiorno. <laughs> it's not delivery, it's Giordo. Yes. Uh, and she's just taken with him. And they walk through the garden together. She's holding onto his arm. They pass this little mysterious boy with gray hair. And he scoffs at them. And he's like, oh, that's just my twin brother, Alan. Don't mind him. But he's such a bad boy. Ooh, a bad... They're like nine at this point. It's like, ooh. Yeah, Yeah, like the whole time we see Alan in like other episodes and he's got just his like coat tied around his waist. And I'm just like, what is this? What is this sassy child? Where are you from? (laughs) Um, So she ends up tripping over a step and she hits her head and sees flashes of another life that she doesn't recognize, but also remembers some of it. 
uh, and she sees a girl playing a game in her room and she remembers everything and she goes I was in otaku who played a dating sim all night and then I was late for school and as I was running across the street I got hit by a car and died of course obvious you know by the books thank you so much we can say the dub is incredible because that was pretty spot on (laughs) (laughs) I do like that it's just like this is exactly what happened and we're not gonna bother with it it's just what happened accept it yeah, yeah. i do kind of like that they just get it out in front of like here it is let's go and yeah. just speed through yep. yeah shut up shut up here it this is the story don't ask questions just shut <laughs> up here it is <laughs> um so in this uh, i said in the fantasy times um <laughs> so she had like fallen face first and she hit her head pretty bad she wakes up she's in bed uh, the prince apologizes. She's like, oh, this wasn't your fault. And then she has, like, a mark on her forehead from the fall. And he's like, oh, but, like, if that scars you, it might affect your chances of getting married later. And she's, like, lost in her thoughts of her previous life. And we hear her thoughts. And we also hear Jordo talking, asking if she'd like to be engaged. And she wasn't paying attention and just says yes. So, oops. Uh-oh. The children are betrothed now. Cool. I mean, it's a thing in, like, you know, fantasy nobility. It's like, oh, yeah, you're going to get married to this other kid when you guys are 18 or whatever. Yeah. Mm. It's just one of those things where the older I get, the more insane it sounds. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Especially the child asking for it, being like, hey, do you want to get married? Because usually the parents decide that. Yeah, usually the parents do it. Yeah. Um, so he leaves. He's like, I'll be back again, like, tomorrow. And then the maid in the room congratulates Katerina on her engagement. Her parents are so happy. They want to celebrate, but she just wants to lie in bed. Because she's like, yeah. And she's like, I'm, this is so weird because he's eight and I'm technically 17. So this is terrible. Because <laughs> she was 17 in her real life or her previous life, I guess we should say. Um, and then she remembers, she's like, this is just like the dating sim that I played. Wait a minute. This is the villain's storyline in the dating sim that I used to play. And she Uh sits down and decides that she has to remember everything about the game, which was called Fortune Lover. So it is set in a magic academy with a heroine named Maria. And she has four love interests at the academy. One being Prince Giordo, who Katarina is now engaged to, her brother Alan, and two we haven't met yet, Keith and Nicole. And then there's the villain, Katarina. And if you play Giordo's route since they're engaged, she has two endings. She's either stripped of rank and exiled or killed by Giordo. So either way, it's not good for her. (laughs) It's a bad time. Yeah. So, yeah, she realizes she's like, oh, shit, that's me, huh? (laughs) <laughs> Oops. Um, and then we get the opening, and it's a shoujo opening, for sure. Yep. It's a little gay at the end, with, like, two girls holding hands on a beach. I, okay, you were getting that, too? I was getting a little vibe of that. Yeah. I, yeah, there are, there are gay vibes sp- sprinkled throughout, uh, but I especially like, anytime she kind of mentions it casually, <laughs> like, she's like, oh, maybe he likes boys, or, you know, the book that they talk about later. Anyway we'll get there yeah um 
then we see a meeting inside of her mind with like five different versions of her little self trying to figure out how not to meet her doom. So she's like, should I not be engaged? No, I can't do that. I've already accepted. Should I not go to the academy? No, I can't do that. Because I have powers, I like have to go. Should I like not bully the heroine? Like, what do I do? So she decides there's no escaping any of those things. She's got to get some sword training and improve her magic. So that way she can defend herself. So she does so. She trains and she studies. She plants a garden because she has earth magic. So she thinks she can connect to the earth through gardening. Um, And she's out doing doing stuff in the dirt. Uh, And Giordo is there to see her. Oh, no. And she's all dirty. Um, She explains what she's doing. And it seems like he's upset, but he's like laughing probably at her. Uh, And she mentions several times that even though he's really handsome and seems kind, he has a, quote, like, black heart, Um, which we kind of have yet to see, but... Yeah, they have spoken, like, twice at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So at this point, he proposes formally, and she's just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, And then at night, she's sitting on her own on a balcony, thinking about how this is all happening, like, the game, and she needs to be more careful... And then her father comes to introduce her to Keith. Um, And she's been, like, keeping a diary of the boys in the game. So Keith is, like, a distant family relative um, and is a bastard child. Um, (laughs) In every sense of the word. (laughs) He's a little bastard. We hate Keith. (laughs) Also, can we just comment on the, the... Wild choices of, yes, Katarina, Giordo, <laughs> Keith and Alan. Keith I, and yeah, Alan are also here. <laughs> Giordo kind of stands up the most because then, like, other characters are like, ah, Sophia. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Mary. It's like, okay. It's like, yeah. Wait a minute. Why is this one guy all fancy? <laughs> um, so he's, he's an illegitimate child. That's the word. Um, and in the game, Katarina bullies him and. He's, like, really lonely in his childhood, and then he turns into a playboy when he's older and then meets the heroine and falls in love. So back in the mind theater, they need to take action. What should they do? So they decide that they should make sure Keith isn't lonely in his childhood. So they gotta be friends with him and give him attention. So she goes to show him the garden. She shows him her veggies that she's growing. There's a creek to fish in. It was at this point I thought, no, don't fall in love with her. She's your sister. <laughs> Hopefully that bit- doesn't happen. It was at this point I unchecked the technically not inso square on the bingo card. Yeah, because <laughs> yep. he is a distant relative. Technically. Not just adopted. Um, she takes him to this big old tree and asks if he's ever climbed a tree that big. He says he hasn't. She goes first, but she falls on him, but he's okay. Um, and then she's back having tea with Giordo. He's laughing at her about the whole situation. She also explains that, oh, this was irrelevant, (laughs) but whatever, um, Her mother thought that Keith was her father's real son, but then that got worked out, so now her parents are, like, really lovey on each other. Um, Then back with Keith, they did some sword training together. He also has earth magic, um, so she asks if she can see, but he's, like, nervous. Um, (laughs) And then he makes a little dancing dude out of dirt. (laughs) He's great. Simon, my man. Yeah, best character. Um... 
And then she's like, can you make bigger versions of this? Because he says, I can make them do whatever I want. Um, And she's thinking about how if she gets exiled, she could make a farm and, like, still make money. Um, And so he makes a huge dude and out of dirt. And she runs toward it. It hurts her. She wakes up in bed with her parents over her. And her father explains that while Keith's magic is strong, he can't control it very well yet. So he can't just use it willy-nilly because he's hurt people before. And Keith told their parents that it was his fault. But Katarina is like, it wasn't his fault. It was my fault. What the heck? So... She leaps out of bed, runs down the hall to find Keith, and he's locked himself in his room. And she's like, this is terrible. This is exactly what happened in the game. That's no good. I got to change this. Um, And then we see a flashback of Keith. He's like looking at a bird's nest in a tree. Some kids start throwing rocks at it. And he tells them to stop and does some strong magic and injures them. And people are afraid of him. So he's like, no, it's better this way. That I'm all alone in this room. That's why he's a bastard. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Accidental bastard. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, he's moping in his room. And then Katarina breaks in with an axe. And I was like, where'd she get this axe? It is that like a fire axe or like, oh, axe. Like, it's an ornate, like, battle halberd. Like, it's fancy. <laughs> Someone had to give this to her. <laughs> um, I have it in my character's inventory. Uh-oh. <laughs> it fits in my pocket. <laughs> it's um, supposed to be a gift for one of the princes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, she, yeah, she breaks in, she apologizes, it was her fault for making him do magic, and he's like, I don't want to hurt you. Um, and she's like, I'm not afraid. And she, he, like, starts crying, because, yay, he has love in his life. Um, and she's like, you should train your magic instead of isolating yourself. We can do this together. And that's oh. the end of episode one. Very sweet. It's the most affectionate, here's Johnny I've ever seen. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Let me in. I must love you. <laughs> oh, no, now I'm getting future diary memories. Yay. <laughs> oh, that fucking show. <laughs> Uh, so we jump forward a few months, and we see Katarina out farming, uh, but uh, some of her plants are wilting, and she doesn't know why. Uh, so both uh, 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 Keith and Giardo come out, and uh, they're they're both trying to put their moves on her and try to, to like comfort her for uh, being sad about the plants, and just you you can tell the love triangle is forming. Uh, so we mm-hmm. see them at dinner, and uh, uh, Katarina's dad says that uh, she got an invite to a tea party. Ooh, hooray! And, yeah. and her mom is like, "Oh, she can't go to a tea party. She's a a dumb idiot that doesn't know how manners work." <laughs> <laughs> at that point, she's like double fisting the rolls at the dinner table. I'm just like, you know what I get. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, and they're like, yeah, she she's going to embarrass the family name. Uh, Keith, can you, like, watch over her? Cool. Great. Uh, so they go as a date. Oh. Oh, no. uh, so they're welcome to the tea party. All the ladies of the kingdom are there. 
and uh, the youngest one, uh, Mary Hunt, introduces herself. <laughs> what a and, name. Uh, uh, and she's just, like, so shy and bashful and, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, you have to look at me at this party. Uh, so uh, it's just constant meet and greets and Katarina's exhausted, just like, ah, pleasantry, small talk, pleasantry, small talk, pleasantry, small talk. Where's the food? God, this is a tea party. I should get some sort of refreshment. Uh, <laughs> so she goes over and finds the buffet that no one has touched. And she's like, hell yeah, score. I get my pick of everything. Oh, I wish I had like a bag so I could just load up and bring all this stuff home. And then Keith walks up and is like, hey, you got that look on your face that says, I wish I had a bag that I could put all these pastries in and take home. He just knows her so well. I, oh, they're so in tune. I have that look on my face anytime I go out. Mm. Uh, yes. That's how I got through college. You go to a party, you're immediately like, what food can I take home from this party? <laughs> it's the I, scavenger's code. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm quite literally a vulture. Uh, no, some of my friends who lived in dorms had to buy like a food pass like to eat at that cafeteria on campus. Mm. So you'd pay essentially like to get in, and we'd go with full empty backpacks and leave with full backpacks. Like We took everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we had uh, the... There, like, in my dorm building, there was sort of, like, a cafe, like, grill place. Mm-hmm. And uh, you would always try to, like, oh, can I have, like, two cheeseburgers and just, like, stack them and, and just, like, sneak one out. Underneath. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, like, a 50-50 <laughs> ch- shot, but... Uh. Anyways. <laughs> that food's marked up. They know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. They want you to do it. <laughs> it's a test <laughs> for them. Uh, anyways... Uh, anime, right? Cool. Anime. Okay, <laughs> not admitting to crimes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, sorry, I got so lost in my notes. Uh, so yeah, so Keith is like, yeah, you can't steal food. I'm here to stop you from embarrassing yourself. And she's like, all right, guess I won't embarrass myself. I guess all this food I'll just shovel in my mouth right now. Now who's the idiot? <laughs> uh. So uh, she does that, and then she's like, oh, bathroom, okay, goodbye, and runs away. Uh, and as she's walking back, uh, she she finds a beautiful garden full of flowers in a courtyard. Wow. Um, and uh, she walks in, and Mary is sitting there. And uh, Mary's like, yeah, th- this party's a lot. There's so many people. I just had to hide because I'm the introvert. Uh, and... She's, uh, Katarina in her mind is like, well, I'm the villain of the game and she's clearly like intimidated by me. I, let me, I got to butter her up. She's clearly uh, about to piss herself out of fear of me for whatever reason. <laughs> uh, so, uh, she's like, oh, uh, this garden is so beautiful and compliments to your gardener. I'd love to talk to them. And Mary gets all bashful because... Oh, oh wouldn't you guess? I'm the flower master here. Oh. Ooh. Uh, so, uh, Katarina is ecstatic because, oh, hell yeah, I need someone who knows plants. Come on over, new bestie, and help me diagnose my plants. Uh, not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so, um, 
I like yeah. Mary because she looks exactly like Daisy from the Mario games. Oh, yes. Orange <laughs> yes. with brown hair. Yeah. The big so dress. that makes Katarina Luigi? Hell <laughs> nice right yeah. Now. Sure, let's go with it. <laughs> sure. Um, so uh, she comes over and they discuss the plants wilting and uh, she's like, oh, yeah, well, we'll just replant them, put them in a new spot. And, oh, she's coming over a lot, making sure the plants are good. And once they're all better, uh, Katarina's like, wow, we should stay friends. I know there's no excuse for you to come over and check my plants, so I guess we gotta be friends for real. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, so, uh, she goes and chats with Keith, and, uh, they're talking about that party, and she's like, yeah, Mary's been so down due to, she's got a you know, the classic, like, wicked stepmother situation, and uh, all her evil stepsisters are doing a full Cinderella on her, so uh, naturally she's depressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, she remembers from the game that everything will improve because uh, she married Giordio's evil twin, Alan. Yeah. Uh, Alan, the the gray hair boy from before. Uh so yeah, he is uh, Giardo's younger twin. Mm-hmm. So uh, he is super spoiled and egotistical, and he has a real inferiority complex to Giardo, the perfect one. Uh, so he's just a real dick. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Mary is technically uh, Katarina's rival now uh, because. Uh, Alan is one of the romance partners in the game, so uh, she's uh, the everyone's fair game for everyone else, basically. <laughs> so they're like, "All right, we're technically competing." Uh, I, I wanna, but um, <laughs> oh yes, uh, sorry, I got uh, lost in my notes. Uh, yeah, so uh, when they were in the courtyard discussing, uh, and uh, Katarina was uh, complimenting Mary on all of her. Uh, amazing gardening skills. Uh, she inadvertently stole the romance line that Alan would use on Mary. Oops. Uh, so like, oh, you have the green thumb of a goddess. Uh, you, uh, the nature flows through you. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Just like the flowery uh, uh, seduction text. Uh, oh no! Now Mary's gonna and... fall for me. Uh oh. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Who would have thought? Gonna get exiled and live that lesbian cottagecore dream life. Hey, what a nightmare! <laughs> uh, so um, uh, she goes and talks with Mary, and is like, "Oh yeah, uh, you've probably talked with Alan recently, right? And he tried romancing you, right? Because that's how it's supposed to go. I didn't break the game." And uh, she's like, "Well, yeah, we did talk about how you put the moves on me." <laughs> so. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, Alan wasn't able to use the line because Mary already told him that Mary already told him that uh, uh, Katarina <laughs> told her. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like truly, this show is just feels like writing down middle school gossip, yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, infuriating at times. <laughs> so, uh, so. Uh, Later on, the ma- uh, one of Katarina's maids says that Alan is there, and he's there to uh, challenge her to a duel. Because, uh-huh. ah, you, you're stealing my girl. 
And uh, Katarina's like, uh, yeah, this guy's just coming in here being a dick, insulting me. He's clearly mad. I was accidentally putting the moves on Mary. So, uh, but my superior 17 year old intellect is much better than this nine year old. So clearly I can beat him in the most sophisticated adult way possible. I'm going to challenge him to a tree climbing contest. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Like an adult. Mm hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, they do it. He's all cocky and confident, but has never climbed a tree. So, clear. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he loses, but he refuses to accept it. And just every day is like, I want a rematch. I want a rematch. But eventually, he starts coming over every day to ha- challenge her. Oh, and they're having a rapport. Ooh. Oh. Uh,. And, uh, at one point, uh, they're, uh, Katarina's having tea with Giordo, her fiancé, a reminder, and, uh, and Alan comes in and is like, hey, I challenge you to, brother, what are you doing here? Oh, no, (laughs) and they're still eight years old, nine years old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, reminder, literal children, (laughs) and... This literal child, Giordo, is like, oh, don't you remember? This is my fiance. <laughs> so, <laughs> One of my notes was, God, I hope there's a time skip at some point, because these are actual babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, uh, uh, they're like, all right, it's, it's been like a month of this. You have to give up. You, you suck. You have never touched the tree. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, and... Instead, uh, Katarina's like, all right, let's change it up, make it fair. Let's do a piano contest. And she plays a song, it's good. But then Alan plays and is incredible. He's so talented and amazing. But (sighs) at the end, when everyone is like, holy shit, dude, you're the best. He's like, oh, don't patronize me. You're just (laughs) saying that. And runs away. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the angst. Mm-hmm. So uh, she goes to console him, and he's like, "Everything I do falls short of my brother." Uh, it's <laughs> it, it's uh, just truly there's uh, it. It's very much like uh, the good place. There's uh, the like youngest Hemsworth brother uh, <laughs> dates uh, one of oh. the main characters and yes. has such oh, a yeah. huge inferiority complex of <laughs> oh I'm the ugly one and he's just an Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> I will never live up to the Hemsworths. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's like, well, no, he's not uh, amazing in every regard. He is afraid of snakes, so. You can use that. That's I just something. Happen, yeah, I just happen to have a toy snake here. Yeah, and uh, he walks by. He gets scared by the snake. And they're like, oh, he is fallible. Ah, we found his Achilles heel. Uh, <laughs> he can bleed. <laughs> I know your downfall, brother. <laughs> uh, Let's get yeah. eight, three. It's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, then uh, uh, Giordo catches Katarina and is like, this is your snake, I'm telling your mom you were climbing trees and being not a proper lady. And that's where we end the episode. 
again, it it's so much just, and then he said, and then she said, and then he said that <laughs> he, she said about him and the deed. It's, it's very funny, because, like, reading my notes, yes, that's exactly what it is, but that's how I tell stories anyway, <laughs> so this is very comfortable for me. <laughs> but, like, as I mentioned in the intro, it, it has that layer of, like, this is a actual eight-year-old playing, like, tea party. Yeah. Of, I challenge you to the tree climbing contest, but yeah. I keep winning, so I, I changed my <laughs> mind. It's a piano contest now. Yeah. It's like, you're 17. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else has an excuse of being an actual child. You're older. Use your brain. <laughs> so we start off with episode three. Uh, we have uh, Katarina reading one of her favorite romance novels uh, that everyone else considers low-class, low-brow literature. Uh, but it's a story about a princess falling in love with her commoner friend, and she can't get enough of it, and she, she wishes she had someone to talk to about it. And then while she's reading it, uh, her mate comes in, giving her an invitation to Giorgio Armani and Alan's birthday pa- no, tea party. <laughs> um, and he's got the one weird name. I'm not trying with that kid. And uh, she just says, like, oh, I just wish I could find a friend to talk about my romance novel with. Um, and then we get the opening, and it would cut to two kids we don't know. Uh, we find out one in the scene, one is Nicole. Uh, I'll just say it. We find out his sister's name is Sophia. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't find that till like much later in the episode. Uh, but it's Nicole and Sophia. Uh, they're also getting invited to the tea party. And uh, Sophia is being told that it would be good for her to get used to the outside world. You're too cooped up in here. Yeah, gotta stop playing your game, boy. Join a sports, Brendan. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Go make some friends, kid. Oh. <laughs> My dad locked me out of the house one time because I didn't go out enough. Joke's on him. I had a Game Boy and just sat in the car. <laughs> <laughs> um, cut to the Prince siblings uh, talking, getting ready for their tea party, and uh, Alan reminding uh, Gregorio about being scared by the snake. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, what about it? It's a sn-. Like, yeah, that happens. He's like, I wasn't prepared for it. But honestly, the only thing I haven't been prepared for recently has been Katarina. Hmm. So he's hmm. clearly got something cooking up in his little evil child brain. <laughs> and I, he tells Alan, he's like, let me remind you, brother. She is my fiance. Stand back. <laughs> it's like, I am seven, sir. Um. <laughs> But yeah, Alan's just like, what? No, we're just like hanging out. And he's like, I know what you're up to. I know your game, seductress. Uh, and then everyone starts arriving at the tea party. And uh, Katarina's there with Keith, once again, stuffing herself in the su- on the sweets. Once again, runs off to the bathroom. And uh, oh, Mary's there hanging out. With, uh, and on her way back, or no, she still, she still needs to go to the bathroom. Uh, and on her way there, she runs into just like a stray dog. And I think she established it before she got her memory back that she hates dogs. Yeah, so she, she was, like, chased from- by one before. Yeah. So she runs away from the dog, scared of it, uh, and ends up climbing a tree to get away from it. Because dogs can't climb trees. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she, while she's up there, she sees uh, one girl, Sophia, uh, being bullied by a bunch of other kids. And they're just, like, yelling at her, being like, why are you out here? You're cursed. Go back to your home. It's like, what the hell is that? Like, I know it's shows. I know they're exaggerated for a story. It's just always funny to me when, like, 
I can't imagine bullying is ever this insane. But granted, maybe I just never saw experience this myself. But it's always just so insane of like, you're a monster. Get out of here. <laughs> um, but so she sees uh, Sophia getting bullied. And she's like, oh, God, I wish they would go away so I could just climb down this ladder and go to the bathroom. It's like, I can't take it anymore. And she jumps down from the tree and lands in, like, the three-point, like, action hero stance and stares up at everyone. It's like, you all should leave. And all the kids run off scared of her. And she's like, oh, God, I gotta go. And, like, gets ready to run off to the bathroom. Uh, But before she can, she notices Sophia is awestruck by her beauty, her her snow-white hair and her red eyes. Uh. And, uh, once again, the gay, she, uh, <laughs> and then she runs off to the bathroom. And uh, meanwhile, uh, Nicole, her brother, is uh, wandering around the party trying to find Sophia and keeps hearing people gossip. <laughs> and one of the, I love it because one of the ladies gossiping about him is like, oh my, there's Nicole. I'm sure he's sick of people gossiping about how much he has to take care of his sister. And I was like, that's what you're saying, lady. <laughs> <laughs> what? Within earshot. Yeah, do you have no self-awareness at all? Um, and basically just, like, putting down his sister, being like, oh, she's such a burden to the family, and he's just like, uh, he, he, he gets the Arthur clenched fist to meme, and he, he's sick of it. He's mm-hmm. gonna start swinging. Uh, and then uh, we see Katarina come back from the bathroom, she's like, oh, boy, glad I made it in time. Time for more snacks. I never learned my lesson. <laughs> the, the most relatable anime character. <laughs> Uh, and while she's at the like, snack table, she sees Sophia again. She's like, oh, and goes um, to touch her hair because uh, she gets so wrapped up in the girl's white hair that she starts reciting a, lo- a line from her uh, romance novel she was reading at the beginning of the episode. And it was like a, a line about the hair being like, the snow is so beautiful, or the hair was so beautiful it looked like snow and felt like silk or something like that. And Katarina catches herself saying that line out loud. And... Uh, when she says that, Sophia recognizes the line and goes, Oh, that's from the Emerald Princess book. And Katarina's immediately like, Oh boy, I got a nerd. I got a bookworm buddy. Another like, friend added yeah. to the collection. <laughs> we'll kiss too. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. Uh, and she's very excited to meet someone to talk about her books with. Uh, but right as uh, she's introduced, uh, her brother, uh, Nicole, and... Uh, Oh, Keith and Mary. Uh, I got lost in my notes. Uh, Keith and Mary come over with Nicole uh, as they all meet each other. And they're like, oh, the tea party's over. And she's like, oh, I just met my friend. We were going to talk. And they're like, well, you can come over to my house some other time. We'll, we'll hang out then. And uh, Nicole and Sophia are very surprised by this invitation. So the tea party ends. Uh, and the next day, uh, we see Sophia and Nicole sh- both show up at Katarina's house. Hmm. Uh, and uh, she's like, oh, who's this boy? He's very pretty, but wait a minute. We, like, zoom in on her head, her mind palace. She's like, <laughs> he's, one of, he's the fourth romance option from the dating game. His quiet beauty charms all the ladies. And he's got, uh, he's very doting of his sister. So that's his angle. Hate and it. Because <laughs> she says that in, the, in that route of the dating sim, the rival is Sophia and not Katarina. And it's like... Mm. That's Mm-mm. when I definitively took off the not technically incest mark off the bingo. Bit. I'm like, well, that's that's the nail in the coffin. Bit too much here. Nicole <laughs> needs to leave. Get out of the house. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, she remembers. She never actually played his route of the game, but her friend did. So her friend told him everything. 
And yeah, apparently in every love route, there's always a rival in love. Uh, so yeah, his sister is hers in this. And it's like, cool. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I hate that trope. Um, but uh, the rival, but the rival, oh, uh, but uh, while she's remembering that, Katarina uh, remembers, the rival in love is for the heroine trying to get Nicole. She's not trying to get Nicole. So that means Sophia's not her rival. So they can be cool. They can be buddies. Yay. Yeah. So uh, she befriends uh, Sophia, and they hang out, and they have like a little book club, and are just talking about all the different books they've read. Uh, Nicole hovers around like a creepy, obsessive guardian, and uh, eventually they leave. And while they're leaving, Katarina compliments Sophia's hair again, uh, asking if she can touch it again, and uh, they're surprised because uh, so far everyone Sophia's encountered has been creeped out by her white hair and red eyes, and that's why they call her cursed, and that's why people are slandering their family and saying all this shit. And her insatiable bloodlust. <laughs> you, you go to a gala and break out into tongues one time. <laughs> you may or may not be inviting uh, villagers from nearby to your villa, and they just may or may not ever show up again. I don't huh. know why it's suspicious. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, <laughs> they're peasants. They don't matter. <laughs> um, and uh, Sophia or uh, Katarina says, "Like no, Sophia's." beautiful and i'd love if you were my friend and they're just all choked up <gasps> a friend oh yes i'll be your friend uh so then, uh, they leave and on the ride back uh they remember nicole telling sophia that one day she'll find a wonderful friend and uh, they're happy that that day is today and it is in katarina so after that they start hanging out regularly and they get married to join the book club uh, she's apprehensive at first but eventually she joins in uh and then soon uh katarina finds herself being invited to sophia's house and she brings along Keith, and they meet their parent, uh, Sophia's parents. Uh, neither of them have the white hair or red eyes, so that's definitely the outlier in Sophia. And uh, we see them hanging out with Sophia more, and uh, Keith's hanging out with Nicole uh, during this time. We see Nicole getting a little more jealous of Gatorina, yeah. which is weird. <laughs> Ooh, stop hanging out with my sister! My <laughs> girlfriend's like sister! And uh, before they leave, uh, they're, like, saying their goodbyes, and Sophia's like, oh, wait, I forgot to give you a book. Let me go get that, and runs off. And uh, Katarina's like, oh, I'm getting deja vu. If She reminds me of my old friend back home where, who told me about Nicole's uh, romance route, how we used to talk about manga and romance games all the time together. It's like, oh, I'm glad, glad I found another one, and I feel like if, she was, if Sophia was in present day, she'd be good friends with all of them. And then Nicole thanks Katarina for spending time with Sophia again. And it's kind of just, like, short. Like, he, he's not good at the small talk. So Katarina's just like, so, uh, <laughs> tries to keep it going by herself. Crazy weather out there, huh? <laughs> Electricity. Still haven't figured that out, huh? Uh, someday. Um, and she says, like, oh, your parents are so nice. And Nico's like, oh, you think so? Huh. And is at this point I expected, like, a weird twist, like, parents beat me or something like I the way he responded made it seem like his parents seem much more sinister than they are mm. but he just is bad at talking so <laughs> I don't think they are I think he's just really weird or not you've been stars aligned one too many times <laughs> yeah I'm constantly waiting for waiting. That, yeah that shoe's gonna drop and it hits like a truck <laughs> um and uh she says like oh you must feel blessed to have such a nice family you know good parents cute sister and he's like huh you really think I'm blessed? She's like, yeah. You really think my sister's cute? <laughs> <laughs> and he like stops and goes, I guess you're right. I was like, okay. <laughs> like once again, I'm like bracing for impact. Like, Ugh. Um, 
but he's like, yeah, I guess you're all right. My parents, my parents are nice, and my sister is cute. Um, and uh, she realizes, like, he smiles back at her. She's like, ah, this is the charm that you know you would get from the romance route of his. Like, this is what people find charming about him. And uh, while they're saying goodbye, he says goodbye to Keith as well. And once again, he's a little awkward in conversation, and Karina like pauses. It's like, wait, are his silent guardian charms working on Keith too? Is that why they're not talking right now? We gotta go. Let's get out of here, Keith. And, like, drags Keith out real quick. Um, But on the carriage ride back, Keith is thinking to himself that he's seeing Nicole as a rival of Katarina's love. Also, (laughs) then we get a time skip. Thank God. (laughs) Still technically Uh, children, but, you know, (laughs) older children. It's seven years later. I was like, ah, they look like they do in the opening. And Katarina's like, it's seven years later, and I I am now a full adult at 15. I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> Almost. We all know Mormons. Now where it's a reasonable age for them to be engaged. Mm. <laughs> and uh, she says she's... I like how we get, like, here's the intro for the characters. She does everything in these, like, three days. Skip ahead seven years. We assume everything goes right for those seven years and nothing ever went wrong. Um, and she said she's been avoiding her doomed ending routes uh, as best she can over those seven years uh, and everything she knows about the game. And now that they're 15, they're caught up to the time period of the game where they enter the Magic Academy. So she goes downstairs, and it's her birthday, um, and everyone's there who wishes her a happy birthday, all of her friends. Uh, and they look like how she knows them now. And uh, Giovanni asks her to dance. <laughs> And he says, don't worry, I know you're still as innocent as the day we met, but, you know, don't worry, I'll love you through and through, and I don't plan on ever breaking our engagement and all this and that, like, reassuring her. And Katarina's like, yeah, cool, if you want to bounce, if you want to end this, like, at any time, I'm super in for, I'm down, man. Like, Just Kat- let me know, and I will <laughs> back off. I, I no problems here. <laughs> and... Uh, he said he like laughs at that, being like, "Oh, you're still as naive as when we first met, um, uh, even though we're older now." And he leans in and kisses her on the neck, and she Ugh. just flustered by that, being like, "Ooh, I not trying to lure you in any further, man. Really trying to <laughs> distance each other here." Uh, so he walks away, and as soon as he walks away, Keith runs over and goes like, "Oh, Katarina, there's a bug on your neck. Quick, let me clean it off for you." And like scrubs the spot where uh, uh, Giovanni kissed her, and like <laughs> scrubs it like raw. She's like, oh, thanks. I, uh, so (laughs) questionable. (laughs) Yeah, young Keith is definitely like, ah, my cousin is sure is nice. And like older Keith now is like, I'm fully in love with Katarina. It's like, I mean, we don't know that for sure, but I hope it's not. He's cleaning the kiss off of her neck from her fiance. Maybe he doesn't want her to be scandalized in front of everybody. (laughs) I don't know. They've been engaged for seven years. (laughs) (laughs) And he, uh, she's like, oh, thanks for getting the bug off my neck. And Keith in his head is also like, Man, you're naive and you're not aware of like what I'm actually doing here. And he says, like, try not to be alone with your fiance. And she's like, okay, I'll try not to. Weird request there, Keith. Um, and then Alan comes over. He's asking for a dance. They t- talk about stuff. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Nicole comes over and butts in. He also asks for a dance. She's like, oh, I get very popular tonight, sure, and dances with Nicole. I guess Alan goes and fucks himself. Uh, <laughs> it's just like a weird moment. We don't know what happens to Alan. So I'm just like, huh. Oh. All right. Um, all right. Uh, so while she's dancing with Nicole, 
uh, she asks, uh, who is he interested in? And he says, oh, I'm, I'm interested in someone, but I can't say. And in her mind, she's like, oh, forbidden love. Is he interested in a taken woman? Uh, or possibly a man? She's like, or possibly a family member? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she's also fully not realizing that it, he's into her as well. She's oblivious to all of everyone's attraction to her. Uh, so that night they have like the party, and that night she's out on the balcony uh, relaxing with Mary and Sophia. And Mary's like, hey, how come all the guys got to dance with you? I want to dance with you, too. Sophia's, Sophia's like, oh, I'd love to dance with you, too. It's like the one romance book with the peasant and the princess friend. And Katarina's like, oh, jeez, everyone wants to dance with me. I'm so popular. <laughs> and uh, she's like, well, I, yeah. <laughs> I think Mary even says, like, uh, or Katarina says, I I only learned, like, the woman's part for dancing. I don't know the guy's part. And Mary's like, don't worry. I've prepared for this. I learned both parts. Like, damn, Mary's ready. Mary is down <laughs> bad for Katarina. They should just kiss now. She's prepped. And uh, see, so yeah, Katarina dances with both of them. And, like, the guys come out, out on the balcony, I guess. They all just hang out on the balcony and have a good time. And Katarina reflects on their time together up till now. Being like... I. I live my life as a spoiled, shitty little, uh, what, nine-year-old? No, eight-year-old. And then once I got my memories back, I've lived the seven years. I've lived quite a life within this game. Uh, and I believe we're ready for the Magic Academy soon enough. And I've done everything I can to steer myself away from being exiled or killed. Um, and hopefully, as the game goes on, I can stay friends with everybody. Uh, and then we get the ending credits. But this time, they're all older now. It's. I think it's the same ending credits they're just all 15 now mm. so i was like oh they've updated it but like some of the text would flash in and have like a weird red and black like yeah it was to like it. glitchy and weird i was yeah, like yeah, so ooh, I'm, like, ooh. Mm. I'm like is this is the ending gonna like change like is this is this a doki doki literature club? yeah <laughs> i'm like what's happening here once again i'm waiting for that shoe to drop <laughs> uh but that's episode three yeah how are we feeling not, well, that's not what we say. Are we? You married? always say it. I feel like it's wrong for me to say. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's address this. We always have that awkward energy when we wait for someone to say it. Uh, and I, didn't know I, I can't. Was like... I can't ask myself that. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, it. This is. Uh, it's definitely doing some fun things with, like, the isekai uh, concept, mm-hmm. um, but it is just a lot of teen gossip and, oh, oh, I, I need him to like her, so uh, she stops liking him and I can like him. It, it's just a lot of uh, convoluted character dynamics. In every episode, they're like, here's two to three more characters to complicate <laughs> it even more. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this uh, fun concept, but uh, n- not for me. Yeah. I uh, believe yeah, I said me. last week that this was for me, and it truly was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hey, know. it worked out. Yeah, I didn't know too much about it, but the premise was interesting to me, and I found, I mean, this is really, like, 12-year-old D fodder, like, <laughs> and it's like... Where were I, you all my life? <laughs> I found these episodes especially delightful, because it's just her making friends with everybody. I thought that was really sweet, and, like, especially with Mary and Sophia, I think their relationships yeah. are super cute. 
So I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'll keep watching because now I'm afraid now that they're older. I'm <laughs> afraid hurt. more weird shit is going to happen that I'm just going to have to be like, <laughs> but, Yeah, now that we've had the time skip, it definitely feels like, ah, kid gloves are off. They're not kids, so we can murder them or something. Like, yeah. the, the trauma can happen now. Something. Because we still haven't really seen anything of, of uh, Ralph Lawrence, uh, Blackheart. Sheep and wolf's clothing, as they claim. Not Ralph Lauren. (laughs) I refuse to remember his name. Um, But there's, yeah, there's definitely like that evil vibe. I mean, with him, episode two, I got the feeling of like, oh, Katarina is set up to be the villain, but she's going to do so much to try and avoid those endings that everyone falls in love with her instead. Mm -hmm. And I think the main prince ends up being the villain or the heroine, who we don't, we haven't even been introduced yet because she gets introduced at the Magic Academy. Mm hmm. So, you know, there's definitely going to be a twist to it. Um, yeah, it still has potential to be interesting beyond the also potential cringe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was... I understood them setting up all the characters, especially since she's not the isekai main character where, who comes out of nowhere at age 15 and, like, is incorporated into the society flawlessly. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an established character in this world, so, like, yeah, they all grew up together. They have this history. Um, I was a bit surprised it took three episodes to do that as eight-year-olds. Um, but yeah, I didn't hate it. It definitely was, um, you know, not pushing anything too hard. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy that Katarina's like, you know, not falling in tow with the high society pompous bullshit. She was kind of grounded uh, personality-wise. Uh, and it was fun her seeing her just genuinely trying to make friends with everyone. Yeah. Being like... I gotta make this girl like me so I'm not fucking murdered. So. Yeah. I don't I don't know if the references to gayness will stay around, but like yeah, just them it. specifically saying like, yes, this romance novel is about a princess who falls in love with a common woman. Like mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my god, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That it's like not I mean, made a big deal out of or anything like that. I, I mean know. technically uh the the Katarina, whoever she was beforehand, would be a common woman. So, like, maybe she's the commoner that falls in love with uh, Mary and Sophia or something. Um, but yeah, it definitely seems like they're making everyone like this is a like a weird reverse harem where everyone falls in love with the villainess of the story. Everyone falls uh, in love with each other. <laughs> Do it. But I I don't know if it's because like we've seen enough high sc- bad high school romance animes or because we've seen enough really bad isekai <laughs> that my standards are just so low I'm like, yeah i think i agree with d i'm like i don't know if i'll keep watching this but i certainly didn't hate it like it yeah. is pretty by the books and like tropey in some regards but like i don't know i think they i think the pacing kept going fast enough where it didn't linger too long on anything mm. uh, not like the last show the, the fishing show where i was just like god I just nothing's happening here and i don't care about anyone here yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll keep watching it, but you know, it was cute. Not terrible. Not yeah. terrible. We'll take. We, that's a win for us. <laughs> we we got hints at psychic damage coming, but not actively yeah. experiencing any. So I I imagine Ribbon Quest will hit us up on Twitter, being like, "Oh boy, the episode five. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, they're all dragons, and then they all ate uh, each other. Okay, wait, all right. Hold on, you got me back now." <laughs> Uh, well, well, what will bring us back next week? I suppose I'll tell you. So, next week... Oh, my mom's calling now. Ooh. Hold on. 
maybe my mom will call today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to call her back in a minute. Okay. Next week, we're having a guest. (gasps) We're going to be joined by my pal Tyler Dennering from the podcast The Friend Chise. And we are going to be watching a Dragon Ball movie. Dragon Ball, what is it? Sleeping Princess in the Devil's Castle? That's it. Yes. That's a whole lot of title. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If there's a show with a whole lot of title that that hopefully will fit in an email, it's anime. It's not guaranteed. (laughs) You can send those email recommendations to us. Our email is arbibveria at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at Are We There Yet on both. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Honey Period D or on Twitter at Honey D8 and Honey D Art. And Honey is spelled H U N N I E. Find me on Twitter at ABAS Brennan. Twitter's a hellscape. Instead, I'm going to do a little out of character thing and genuinely plug uh, my old podcast, Almost Better Than Silence. Uh, we had uh, quite a few guests on. We had uh, Reggie Watts on, Alan Cover, Justin McElroy. Uh, give that a listen. We had uh, a lot of cool people on. Phil Lamar. Yeah, and thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Who's dating a snake? Ah. <gasps>